alles. finished recording an episode of Double the Trouble just earlier, and now we're doing Fredo's rants, but fucking Muerto decided to leave because he doesn't like me, so fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it was it was cool having him on earlier, though. Like, well, technically, this is your guys' podcast and shit, you know. Well, you know, Double the Trouble. Yeah. But, I don't know, I just like, I just amazing, like that. by the way. <laughs> Stupid-ass oh. fucking Richard. Which reminds me, dude. How the fuck are you gonna fucking review your own podcast, dumbass? Hey guys, check me out. I'm Richard. So we, uh, I, oh this uh, Double this the Trouble good. is a really good podcast. But <laughs> Fredo's rant is better. That's what we're doing, bro. <laughs> we're doing better than you. Oh fuck you, fuck you and Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, you know I gotta fucking log out of my Instagram because I ain't getting sick and tired of this fucking group chat that this, that I'm that I got sucked into and fucking Instagram and shit. Like, yeah, I guess people love my talent, but that's the thing, they love my talent, but do they love me? No. <laughs> Exactly, which is why I agree with you on like on that one episode. Um, I think no, it was on Kristoff's breathing when you told when I was going on my little monologue and you were like, "Fredo, no one cares about." (laughs) (laughs) No, that shit was no no seriously, that shit was funny. Like, uh, uh, can we pause this real quick because we're got being interrupted at the moment. I am sorry about that, everybody. We just had to pause really quick because we just been interrupted. But all right, now let's get back to the recording. What the fuck was just? Oh yeah, now I remember. I was just bitching earlier about something about like in. Oh yeah, now I remember. Like we were talking about in the last podcast, like because I was debating, because I was debating what topic we're going to talk about. I was torn between politics and music, and we were. Going through a really good discussion about music when Muerto was was in here earlier, and I kind of wish he was still here because I would love him to hear his perspective on things. Like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, keep going, keep going. You have a good yeah. conversation with. But you. yeah, if I could, but like I said, if I could, I'm Muerto and Manny were like having a decent conversation about music and shit, and like that's why I kind of wish Muerto was still here because I really did wanted to hear his perspective and shit. Because, like I, because like I was saying earlier, like when we paused and before we paused, like, yeah. are all these people that are noticing me? Do they like me, or do they only, or do they only like me for my talent? And this is why sometimes I'm like paranoid and I'm like always skeptical of a lot of people. And like, why do you want to work with me? Da 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 da. It's like, I don't know. It's it's, it's probably because, like I said in the past, I guess the reason why I'm like. Because I do remember, like, when you guys were interviewing Ernie on, on the venue, and you guys were all chirping on why the fuck is Fredo, like, not wanting to work with all these collabs and all this other shit. And, like, I don't know. Okay, I guess it's for... The thing I want to know from that is, what what fucking beef? Oh, yeah. To be fair... Okay. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Um, I guess, to be fair, I don't think Ernie noticed that I blocked him. 
Because he did mention <laughs> in a podcast that he does get like um a lot of messages from a lot of people. So oh, yeah, I don't dude. know why he thought that during the fucking podcast he literally looked at his phone and he had a message from like seven months ago. <laughs> oh my god! So he just made that excuse and shit. Well, well, to be fair, it's like I think I wouldn't say it was much beef. It's just more me like and shit. Cause like he do, he would check my stories out. I would go on my rants. Sometimes I'll go overboard, like. Like, on one of my, like, fucking vents on my IG, like, I talked about how I don't fucking like working warehouse, like, I can't stand it, it reminds me of school, and that I then went on his rant saying that I'm the type of person that would go out and go on a fucking shooting spree. I guess as soon as he read that, he said, like, don't fucking, sh-. he was all like, don't fucking shoot up any place, etc., etc., like, and then at the end, he just says, just focus on your guitar, you're a really talented guitar player, and then after, like... I read that. I just ghosted him. Like I didn't bother replying back, because technically, yeah, he's right. Like I should have just, I should just focus more on guitar. But to be fair, like like I said, I'm just, I'm not all up there and shit. Like like one moment I'm like, fuck this, fuck everyone. I want to move to Europe already. Blah 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 blah. But in reality, like let's face it, I'm going through one of my fucking mood swings again. Cause I mean, I mean I have been bi- I have been diagnosed bipolar before in the past. I mean I'm still going through those fucking highs and those lows. One minute I'm like I want to do all this and then the next minute I want to fucking shut everybody out and just want everybody to just leave me the fuck alone. And I guess that's where fucking like that's what I love about fucking smoking weed too. Like it kind of balances me out a bit. But I don't know. I don't know. I think I, maybe I should just go back to work, even if it is a stupid ass fucking warehouse. Because in the end, I need fucking money for my medication and shit. I need fucking cannabis, cannabis indica to help me sleep, well, cannabis sativa to fucking keep my fucking moods in check. But anyway, it's fucking like back to the topic. Back to the topic at hand, sort of like because, like I said in the last podcast during Double the Trouble. Like we did go, we did go into the like a tangent about music, talking about our past experience, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then we also touched on politics a bit. But it seemed to me that we were going on a bit of a tangent because I don't even know what the fuck the topic was about. Oh, uh, we're talking about how um, like the main topic that we were supposed to focus on on double the trouble. But you but said it, it was gonna be felt, politics and music. No, 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 no. Like I said, for no, this no. but this but this podcast that we're recording now. I mean, with. Since um fucking Manny was going on a tangent about music and at the same time because in a way like it they does interchange and shit yeah they're, they're so same. that's why I said maybe might as well just talk about both but unfortunately Muerto just left before the podcast even started and like Whoa. I really wanted to hear his perspective like because I really enjoyed the conversation that Manny and like Muerto were having because like I don't know I guess through my perspective it's because fucking like um. I guess because Manny's been in um fucking Electro Elephant, which changed into Take These Days, and Muerto was in Trastorno. So I'd figure like because from my point of view, because through my point of view, I'm all thinking Manny and um Muerto have more experience being on stage than I do. Yeah, we've played on stage a couple times, but just not I, as I, consistent. I'm also like uh, being in orchestra. I played on multiple stages, like big ass stages, mm-hmm. because of orchestra and us being a decent uh, human uh, being. A, a decent no we were a decent group uh, because of Miss Fisher choosing I fucking hate Miss Fisher but she a lot chose of people a didn't lot. like 
a lot of people didn't like Miss Fisher, especially they, they during didn't her like guitar her. class. They didn't like her, but she chose a lot of good fucking music, dude. Mm-hmm. As much as people want to fucking hate on her and her bitchiness, she was a good fucking teacher. She was. She knew what kind of music should be fucking played. And because of that, it helped us uh, surpass a lot of other groups. Yeah. Uh, What's the the fun, funny story? Looking like I actually got along with Miss Fisher, and like she, I, I got uh, along with Miss Fisher too. It, it was just I was, like when I was in chorus though too. So. It, it was when I was hoeing around that it became an issue. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so let, let me just say, if it's still an issue, then <laughs> kind of. But, yeah. but it, it's you just fucking like slut. Fuck you. Uh, it, it's just like you know she knew damn well she was just like you're not focusing on music too much you're focusing on something else what is it mm-hmm. and at that time I still wasn't in Take These Days or Electro Elephant and everything I was just in the orchestra class just playing that but I was talking to a lot of girls at that time I had a sugar mama too I told her I was 18 I was like 16 going on bastard. 17 and then to 18 whatever and like uh, because of that I wasn't focusing on school a lot and um, uh, also, I wasn't focusing on music and everything, but like a lot of the music that she chose, it it, it really, it was really good. Like it it helped us uh, not just be noticed, but also uh, put us on a higher stage in terms of uh, music separation from other schools because other schools were playing classical we were playing current hits uh and by current hits i i I would mean like because of the stages we would be playing and pomona high more often than not we were going to uh disney every year Mm. to perform Hmm. there and so because of that we were playing mostly disney music and um because a lot of us we were a lot of the people that were in orchestra, we were also playing not just metal, but we were playing punk, and we were, you know, that idea. Yeah, we know. we we had a lot of different uh, musical influences in the group when it came from our end of the spectrum or our end of what would be considered uh, our tones, which was bass and uh, viola and cello. Literally, our whole end of the group, we were influenced by metal, punk, fucking hardcore music and everything. So because of that, uh, uh, a lot of the ways that we played, you could hear it in terms of not just uh, tone, vibrato, uh, but as well as uh, overall uh, just uh, delivery. We were showcasing ourselves as musicians. We weren't just showcasing that we could read sheet music like all the other groups could. Mm. So because of that, um, our orchestra group was really separated. And um, we we got a lot of opportunities in the actual field of music. And we got a lot of these cool uh, little, uh, I would say, like kind of like venues, but more of like cool stages to play on. Uh, when you go through Disney and you're going into Fantasyland, there's that little uh, jazz group area that normally you would see uh, people playing in a big jazz group. 
on the daily and you would hear it and then you walk through it and then you go into Fantasyland or Adventureland and fuck off. Uh, we got to play there as an orchestra group, but because we were playing Disney music, it helped us immerse um, our music into the actual scenario. So because of a lot of people, not not just were these, you know, just our parents sitting there and shit and watching us play or parents and shit because my dad didn't give a fuck. Uh, my friends' parents sitting there watching us play. It was, uh, you know, just random groups of people walking by, actually standing by and listening to it. I'm like, oh my god, oh that's a cool song. Like I can't believe you guys are playing that here, or uh, I I can't believe you know you guys are capable enough to of of doing something like that as a live orchestra. So because of that, that helped uh, with my overall stage presence, and uh, you know. Overall, being on stage, it helped me uh, circumvent a lot of that uh, overall stage fright. Mm-hmm. So once we got on fucking stage, dude, I was just me. I was just, you know, fucking just doing what I had to fucking do and confident. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously, your first show, you're always going to be kind of distressed and like, fuck, dude, I'm being nervous. I don't know. I was actually excited for my first show, which was... Battle of Bands, 07, Chris. <laughs> oh, but by back when Chris, ow. back when Chris actually had his shit together, knew how to play, and he was actually better than me. Back when I was just a simple I'm bass still player. better than you. But fuck it, you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fuck you. By Battle of the Bands, us. Well, by that point, Fernie and uh, Armando had already played two separate Battle of the Bands as two different bands. And then we was one had, of them Apple Core by any chance? Oh, three different bands. There you go. Fuck. Uh, so uh, by the point where we had formed a lecture elephant that would become officially take these days, mm-hmm. um, they had already gone through three different iterations. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's in take these days now? I don't fucking know. It, officially, if we wanted to bring it back, it'd just be me and Fernie. Hmm. So it, and because of that, we can officially dictate who would be what. So if we would want to bring it back. We'd be like, all right, well, we would need a guitarist and a drummer, and that's it. Everything else would be dictated by us, and who would do what in terms of uh, um, keyboard and bass. And me being bass, him being keyboard, and then vocals, it'd be paper, rock, scissors. Between how many? Me and Fernie. That's it? That's it. Bass and just singer. Yeah. Uh, Bass and uh, keyboardist. Uh, That's it. Everybody else uh, went to school and did their own thing, became teachers, or they just didn't do anything. So, yeah, but uh, so because of that, um, a lot of us, uh, um, in terms of music, we stopped playing, Mm -hmm. we stopped doing everything. But if we wanted to do something, we could easily bring it back, and all we would need is just fucking rhythm, lead, and then just a drummer because we're already like reaching our 30s, and I do remember like in another 
in the podcast, the venue, like you said that the hardcore scene was starting to come back because everybody's yeah. already like yeah, and starting I brought, to find time and shit. Yeah, I brought this up multiple times. Uh, a lot of the former hardcore kids, uh, obviously because their kids are getting older and it's easier for them to be like, all right, you want to go stay at Tata or, you know, Tata's house mm-hmm. or, or Tita's house and go stay at your grandparents' house or mm-hmm. fucking... Uh, uh, your uncle and your aunt's house because, I, because it, part it, of me figures like if your kids are still at that fucking age where they where they don't even go to school yet I'd figure that would take up more of your time right oh definitely whereas of, if they already started school like let's say late into elementary already in middle school then that's when you could just like have someone babysit them for a while right whereas of like before the I don't know. I, yeah, I, I just when, assume when, like, when they're younger, it's a lot harder. But yeah. as you know, by now, dude, a lot of uh, us hardcore kids that have had uh, children, mm-hmm. a majority of them have had kids that are already in their fucking, they're already first, second graders. Mm-hmm. Or if not, they're almost in middle school, dude. And it's fucking crazy to think that, but it's just the reality of shit. And if anything, at, that's. If anything, that's why I find it trippy that Chris was able to find time for unsteady grounds and shit. Like, like I remember, like because because well, back I mean, when I was uh, in this, you just gotta have the big one take care of the little one. And that's it, mm-hmm. dude. It, because I still a- remember, after that, yeah. then it's just uh, it, it. You know, it's all it, fucking because I because I still remember when I used to play in this. I don't even know if it was a band or not. We didn't really have an official. Ah, We'll get to that later, but like I remember when I was playing in this one punk band called the Dirty Rotten Millennials, and we were still like technically looking for a drummer, and the first person that came to my mind was Chris actually, and I told the other members like I wanted to hit up Chris, but they but then like we haven't even like we Chris and I still weren't talking at the time. Not that I was mad at him or anything, but mostly because I went ghost for like the last few years and shit. So fucking like I wasn't sure whether or not I wanted to hit up Chris because he had like three kids already, but then I still remember that they fucking like I was stressing out about shit. Like I knew that the band wasn't gonna go anywhere. The next thing you know, one day I decided to fucking call Chris, like totally out of the blue. And to my surprise, I'm surprised I had his fucking number memorized after all these fucking years of knowing I each other. I was literally laying grass. Went out of nowhere, my phone rings, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Um, and I put on my white person voice. Hi. How can I help you? Oh, uh, hey, Chris, this is Fredo. Uh, you busy? Oh, shit, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Literally that. Funny, I was, I was in the middle of, I want to say, church service. <laughs> I was all fucking Like I said I was stressing out about shit These fucking two chicks That I was hanging out with Kept talking shit about my singer Who also happens to be a chick But then again That's <laughs> how good fucking reason, That's how fucking chicks are They fucking talk shit about other chicks Jade this Jade that Jade this Jade that I'm like but I didn't want to fucking It's like reason. I didn't want to fucking hear it anymore And shit Like yeah, I guess she may be a bit of a, quote, attention whore and shit, but fucking, like, when you're in a punk band, you don't need the best singer, do you? No, dude. Exactly. That's why they try to sound like shit on purpose. Because, honestly, like, a lot of these fucking chicks at the fucking wellness center, they just they just didn't like the fact that I was hanging out with one chick for the longest time, even though there was nothing going on between us and shit. Like, I'm the why, one, I'm one of those... There? 
Uh, females are fucking stupid like that. I okay, honestly why, think that. Why didn't you tap that shit? Eh, I wasn't really attracted to her. <laughs> I just found... That doesn't matter. Once you feel your penis get touched by the lips. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, she ain't that bad looking. I just... Like, yeah, I just wasn't into it. I was all, I was already crushing on this one fucking white girl that I used to like and shit, who, of course, didn't like fucking uh, my singer and shit. But then again, a lot of chicks did not like my singer. But I seriously think it's because I was hanging out with her and a lot of chicks wanted to get at me. But then again, it's crazy chicks. Crazy chicks love me and I love them, but not really. I don't want anything to do with it. Get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> I just want Jeez. music is my life and I love music. I love music more than my own family. <laughs> I understand you on that. Yeah, that's why. Like, I don't know. Now that I think about it, like, and like, like I said, I guess the only reason why, because I, I did send you the descriptions for like, um, for the, the um, that one episode, like during around Christmas time, but I yeah. was hesitant about it simply because I said the word wetback. Yes, I just said it right now, but the difference between me saying it right now and me right now, because I'm just explaining shit right now whereas back then when i said it like yeah i said it like in an angry tone now i kind of regret it but when in reality i was just talking shit about my own family like now when i now that i think about it what's the point of using all these fucking derogatory terms like now i'm I'm pretty much making myself look bad and i guess that's why like i was hesitant of releasing that episode because with all this attention that i'm fucking getting with this fucking music thing and shit it's like oh fuck maybe this episode might ruin me and shit or maybe that's just a paranoia talking as usual. So, Manny, your take on this, of what I just literally just said a few seconds ago? Fucking loose, uh, fucking. Honestly, dude, um, it's better for you to reflect on it and admit what you've done than it is to uh, just keep going with it and just fucking ignore it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fuck, dude! It, it doesn't really matter, honestly. You're because fucking. You're, because honestly, I feel you're, like you're, uh, even though you're a Mexicano, that you know, you Mexicano Hondureño, yeah, dude, <laughs> not just you know, obviously you're mixed blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because of that, you have a tenacity for mixing, um, just overall shit talking for the both parts. But, uh, dude, it. it it doesn't really matter, dude. Just keep going. That was, with, it just, was two months just, ago after all. So. Just move forward with it and just be, you already admitted that, you know, you shouldn't have said something like that. But at this point, just move forward. Right. Yeah, as long as you don't say anything else as, for any other fucking thing, then you're good. Right. That's so, admitting that. I don't know. I was just not at the guy. I just thought of something. Fucking, I remember like, um. I remember going to the beach with Goo, no, Venice, with Goo, Danny, and JR. And I straight up told JR that I do not feel my age. I I personally feel like I'm young. I, feel, I don't know. I just personally feel like I'm 10 years younger than I'm supposed to be. Yes, I'm fucking like, um, voy a tener 29 años en el 25 de mayo. Pero todavía siento como, todavía siento como pena de mi salir de la high school. I mean, siento. I mean, I don't technically feel 18. I feel more like 19, 20, maybe somewhere. I still feel like I'm somewhere around the college age mentally. Well, well not mentally, more like life experience wise and shit. Like, I don't, let's just say I find it trippy how most people I know lose their virginity back in high school. 
maybe as fucked up as maybe even early as middle school. Whereas of me, I didn't lose it until my mid twenties. And what you and Muerto just literally told me in the last podcast that they wish you could, that you guys wish you could switch sides and shit. I do, and I remember my buddy Martin told me that man. Back while I was still a virgin, my buddy Martin <laughs> telling me, um, bro, I wish I was in your shoes right now. And then he started venting to me about this other shit, something about STDs or whatever. But I don't Oh shit. I already said STD. <laughs> but fucking like, yeah, he did say that he wishes he was in my shoes and that, that he wishes he was still a virgin. So I don't know. Like, I guess. I don't know. Maybe, like, I guess after losing my virginity at 26, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I may have exaggerated, but then at the same time, I mean, this is the experience that most people I know that I grew up with, they've already gone through it at an earlier age. I just happened to go through it later. So it's like, because I still remember, like, I was all venting uh, my buddy Mondo about this, and then he was all telling me, Is that your first time having sex? And then he was, and then I straight up told him, yeah, that was the first person I've been with. And then he was like, okay, that explains a lot. Now, if you don't mind, I need to take a quick hit. Merci beaucoup. Sorry about that, guys. I just had to take a hit of weed. Shout out to Manny is Baking. Now I know why they call him Manny is Baking. I'm not high. I just pretending to be high. <laughs> and here's Chris just lying down, just listening to the sound of my voice because he knows how fucking sexy I am. He knows how sexy my voice can be. <laughs> he is straight up ignoring me. Everybody's straight up ignoring me because I'm going on. <laughs> so, I just not really. Oh, you were going to say? So, Fredo, um,. When it comes to terms of uh, <clears throat> what your dire- overall direction is with your music, what do you say that you would want to do with it? I don't even, to be honest, I'm still not even sure because part of me feels like I'm. Here's the thing like, I guess, like, as of recently, like, part of me kind of wants to bring Uncity Grounds back, but maybe, I don't know, I'm kind of accepting the fact maybe that might not happen, especially since Pablo doesn't want to fucking answer my phone call, so fuck you, him. I just, no, 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 forget it. Like, but it was like, nah, I can't fucking beg on Pablo. He still checks out my stories. The last time I talked to him, I mean, I guess he did ask about our my ankle. <laughs> Cause my dumbass fucking posted about it. Ah man, I can't believe I broke my ankle. Blah blah blah. Shit. But yeah, fucking. Um. Nah, I can't talk shit about Pablo. He's a good drummer and shit. It's just, I don't know. Cause fucking like what we were talking about earlier. I guess shit just got complicated. He didn't even know what the fuck was going on. I mean, like, we didn't really. Cause it was somewhere around Feb. Cause mind you. We're in February, which means it's already been a year since Unsteady Grounds has, like, pretty much split ways. It's already, like, crumbled apart and shit. Which is why I don't like Februarys, because bad things always happen to me on Februarys. <laughs> but, I don't know. That's just, just, that's just some stupid superstition thing that I have and shit. So, but, anyway, so I can, like, I guess... um, yeah, just be happy that your wife didn't die in February. Hmm? Right before fucking Valentine's Day. Wife or life? Wife. You're good. Yeah. My parents got divorced. Well, not on Valentine's Day, but I know they got divorced on a February or a March. I don't remember, but I don't know. I guess 
I don't know. I guess the thing about February it just brings back um, memories of my fucking childhood and or mostly teen years when my parents were going through that whole divorce process. But shit, man, the fucking shouting matches. It would get, like, so fucking intense. Like, even, like, me and my brothers would, like, get involved trying to, like, defuse the whole situation. Like, to the point where, like, I literally, like, lost my voice. Like, I couldn't speak. Like, like basically, I was, like, speaking with this. I, I, this and that. Like, oh, fuck you. Like, like, I literally cannot fucking speak. Like, for three days straight, I couldn't really speak right. And my mom was, I guess for some reason, my mom was getting mad at me for something. I wanted to cuss her out, but I couldn't. My voice was like, I literally couldn't fucking speak. Like, even when I was trying my best to fucking yell at her, my voice was still like this low. And I, and I, I literally couldn't. Like, that's how fucking like. I don't know, like, I, like, my voice was basically, like, I couldn't fucking speak that well for, like, three, almost four days straight, because that's how fucking intense the, like, the arguments between my parents got, like, it even gotten to the point where I remember, like, I don't know what was going on, like, my mom was, like, telling off my dad, but then next thing you know, he snapped, he fucking, like, I guess he went, ran towards her, fucking grabbed her by the throat, and I guess he wanted to fucking choke her out and shit, and then that's when I started tripping out. I went in to intervene the fucking like I don't I don't even know like and mind you I was only I was like 15 at the time like I don't even know how I got the strength to like like get my dad off of my mom and mind you my fucking like my parents are young parents so by the time I was a teenager they're already they're barely in their fucking 30s and my mom's not even that fucking big she's like five foot something not even like Barely five foot something where my dad is like around my height and shit. And and my dad, he wasn't really much of an alcoholic or anything. He liked to fucking like work out and shit. So he was already like, yeah, he's kind of fit right now. But he was in pretty much top tip shape somewhere around his 20s and 30s. So imagine a 15 year old fat kid somehow getting that strength to fucking like pull his own father off of his mother or whatever when he was trying to choke her out and shit. So it's like all sorts of fucking chaos going on within the month of February. So that's like, I, I want to say maybe it's some PTSD type of shit, but I don't know. And I'm already like, oh my God, I'm literally like having fucking flashbacks right now. Fuck. Let me breathe real quick. That was intense, man. I don't know. That's probably maybe part of my hatred towards the rest of the Alvarado family and shit. Fucking like, I've always been jealous of like, like most of them. Fucking, well, I don't know. Fucking, well, I do have cousins. I mean, two of my cousins do live in the South Side, so maybe they had it just as bad. But it's just like, just watching your like. This family fall apart over the years and shit. Like, I don't know, man. This, this is getting like this is starting to get powerful right now. So, so let me just take a hit and add. Maybe you know what? I'm gonna take a hit of this real quick, and I say we go back to the topic of music and shit because this is getting too much for me. Even even for me, even though I'm not going overboard. Yeah, I have been drinking. 
but at least I'm not, I don't know, at least I'm not as overly emotional as I was, like, the day after Christmas and shit, when my, when my tia said that music's just a hobby and shit, when reality, you have a fucking guitarist, like, basically a classical flamenco guitarist, like, how much, the, how much, let's just say I do remember, like, in the past, I was taking the, the 480 to the West Side Pomona for band practice during the Conducting the Mass Murder Days. And that's when I remember, like, running to, into a flamenco guitarist, but he didn't have his guitar. He just says, oh, I'm a flamenco guitarist. I have lessons. I charge 20 bucks an hour and shit. So I'm all thinking, I don't think my family has any idea how spoiled they are when it comes to music. They just don't see it. But I think it may be because I might be the only musician in my family. The Alvarado family has no history of music. I don't think the Alvarado family has any history of musicians whatsoever. So I might be the first and the only one. And I do have cousins who had fucking like music lessons before. The only one that seemed to like, I guess, kind of stuck it out would be my um, one of my younger cousins who might just go on a random bullshit tangent about why I was pissed off earlier about being part of a group chat. Yeah, it makes no sense, right? Why are why are people like? Oh, it's a pause. Are you All right. Oh wait, now it's paused. Or oh, you're gonna sit there and sit. Fuck it. It's not like we're going live or anything. Took two two. I took like two more hits while you were gone. <laughs> anyway, so Manny's gonna set up real quick for now. Pardon. Oh. Oh yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I'm still technically talking about. It. Yeah, Manny's. Setting up right now, although to be fair, I am, I do kind of have the urge to pee. Um, wait, how many minutes does that thing set? 33. Oh, God damn it. We still got more times for this shit. Like, I want to go at least an hour, a little over an hour. And yet, Chris is still knocked out. You know what? I'm going to try something. Okay. Manny's my witness. Hold up. I'm going to wait for him to put his headphones real on. And is that mic on or shit? Or? Yeah, the mic's on. Hello? Check, 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 check. check. Doesn't sound like it's on. Alright, anyways. Ah, oh, screw it. I told Manny figure something out. I just wanted to test something out real quick, but Manny's in the way. So I might have to wait a few seconds. You good? Oh, screw it. I'm just going to keep talking. What I really wanted to do was throw this bottle cap at Chris to see if he'll wake up. But man, he's in the way. And now I'm going to try it right now. Ah, shit. Didn't even reach Chris. Yeah, you fucking missed, dude. God damn it. I guess the universe doesn't want me to hurt Chris simply because he's the reason why I have this podcast in the first place. Yup. That is the reason why the universe is telling me don't hurt Chris while he's knocked out. He gave you a ride here, remember? <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get home. Looks like I'm going to walk. At least I don't have my guitar this time, though. Like, okay, I'll admit. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if Chris is going to give me a ride home after this. But if I have to walk it, at least I don't have, I don't have to carry my guitar on me. Because that's the paranoia of me. Like, I don't want... Yeah, I could just carry my guitar, but that's the thing. I don't have a fucking case for it or any gig bag or anything like that. I guess it's not like... I guess it's like I'm just paranoid because it just... That guitar just brings attention. I mean, you see a next... You see a guy walking around in the streets with a guitar. Obviously, people are going to look, right? I guess I'm still going to keep talking. 
Farewell. That's oh, great. Anyways, I'm sorry about the bullshit tangent about what's going on and shit. Like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on, but I'm going to try to go back up to... Oh, wait, now I remember. Jesus Christ, fucking... Let's see. I'm barely on my fifth beer. And I took a couple hits. Oh, wait. Now I, now I know what's... Now I know what's going on. The weed is starting to kick in a little bit. So... I'm slightly crossfaded, guys. I am slightly crossfaded. But anyways, I'm going to go on this little bullshit vent about what was going on anyways earlier. I was all fucking like bitching earlier about this fucking group chat that I was in on Instagram. So it's like, I don't know. I guess I just don't. I guess since we're in the middle of recording right now, I guess I just don't want to be fucking interrupted. Yeah, every now and then I kind of want to check out my Instagram. But not for my phone to be fucking like vibrating like crazy. Bing, 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 bing. bing. Like, oh my god, I don't, I don't understand group chats. It's like I'm too used. I am too fucking used to people not, not hitting me up all the time, which makes me realize. I wonder what it's like to be like a businessman or a popular kid or fucking one of those celebrities whose whose phone is always blowing the fuck up and shit. Like, I've gotten too used to people not hitting me up like crazy. But right now, yeah, it's not getting crazy and shit. Yeah, people are, like, hitting me up on Instagram and shit. But that's the thing that pisses me off, too. Like, I don't have no fucking data on my phone. I have to rely on Starbucks. And if you're listening to Double the Trouble, they make, like, Chris and Manny, mostly Chris, make jokes about me always going to Starbucks all the fucking time. But, hey. I'm the one to blame for not fucking, like, wanting to go look for a job. Yeah, I talk a lot about... Sh- I'll talk a lot of shit about fucking warehouse jobs and all this other bullshit. But I guess I'm just frustrated. Frustrated with having a fucking felony under my belt for violence and shit. For stupid shit. But I'm not going to go into detail about that because, I don't know, the story's too crazy. You're going to fucking hate me afterwards. Blah, 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 whatever. I don't know. I'm fucking frustrated. But anyways, I guess I'm just limited. Limited to what I can actually do. Like, it just fucking pissed me off how at some job interviews, like, I was turned down for a job simply because of the one, I repeat, the one fucking felony, which is basically just assault. And Jesus Christ, Chris is knocked up. Oh, shit. He got up. He got up. He got up. I just find it funny how Chris knocked the fuck out while he still has his fucking headphones on. It's like... The sound of my voice puts him to sleep. That's how you know that my podcast is boring as fuck. He's exhausted, dude. He's sick, too. <clears throat> but no, dude. It, it's it's understandable for him to fuck, dude. It, it's it's hard to get a job like that, but... Um, it's just, you know, just keep fucking going until you find something, dude. Just yeah. get you by. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking just to do the damn thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, fuck, dude. You know, whatever whatever pushes you forward, whatever pushes the show forward, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're doing your flamenco thing, and mm-hmm. you know, fucking, I was talking to Chris the other day that hopefully one day that Fredo finds somebody that he can make a little jazz album and fucking make a a potential uh, elevator music album for mm-hmm. or like a Starbucks album because if it's a Starbucks album, oh dude, that God. shit would sell hard. It's at every fucking Starbucks in the fucking nation or around the world. Starbucks that's, is gonna influence the way I write now. Yeah, dude. That's I notice how. So it's not really. So it's not a stereotype that white girls like Starbucks. Then, 
No, it, no, and it's not just white girls. It's everybody that likes Starbucks, dude. And yeah. it, it, it's about like it's not just like the fucking uh, the food and like the the drink that keeps you there. It's the music that keeps you situated. Mm. You hear something that's soothing. You're like, all right, I want to be here for a little bit. I don't mind waiting for my fucking my stupid ass fucking expensive drink. Yet I still notice that there's still more females that go there. I don't know. I don't know. I just say that because I'm there a lot. <laughs> so it's like my way of people watching somewhat. Yeah. Yeah, it's understandable, you know, but it, for the most part, like, it, it's it's a lot of people that do go. Yeah, there is. But um, what I mean is, like, you know, as long as you can uh, situate y- what you want to do in terms of, like, musical influence, and you can push that towards a broader audience, mm-hmm. then, you know, obviously, you know that you're going to make it. Because, mm-hmm. dude, like, all it takes is... For you to go and sit in the studio and all it takes is the right keys, the right fucking uh, air player, you know, the horn player. And mm-hmm. uh, dude, in, in itself, like, dude, a jazz sax, a keyboard player and your, key, your fucking, your guitar playing, like, that's an album. Mm-hmm. That that's that's a fucking uh, something that you can sit there and listen to for an hour and relax too I need to listen to my music again <laughs> no no lie I do have like recordings on my phone so but in the long run I need a I need to find another guitarist that plays the same shit as I do but that's gonna be fucking difficult to find but in yeah. the meantime might as well just focus on recording like I'm ready to record soon but then again, I'm still not officially finished writing the second guitar parts of my album. Should like, I mean, there are some of my songs are kind of 100% already finished, but but the rest are still like 50. I say 50% because most of my songs requires two guitars and shit. Because I like I like to fuck with harmony a lot and shit, and I like to add my little solos there every now and then. You know, that's the metal influences that are coming into play and shit. So it's like. I always tell people that I'm a, I'm originally like a metal guitarist. I mean, that's my roots. That's my background and shit. I mean, like I didn't grow up. Well, yeah, I grew up. Yeah, my parents fucking listen to their Spanish music or whatever genres they listen to. But I didn't get into that stuff as a kid. Like I didn't get into corridos, rock and espanol and shit. Like just puro, just pure, just rock music. What started off was just my brother like. Introducing me to all these rock bands from Linkin Park, Kiss, and Nirvana, and all this shit. I started off. Oh, what started off as just like simple rock music at first in the beginning, just progressed into more harder and crazier shit. It wasn't until after high school, I say, a little half way, a little after high school, like let's say around early 20s like i guess after conducting mass when we broke up again like back in 2013 after we finished um recording our first demo um that's the whatchamacallit yeah it was after that time when the band broke up i pretty much went like a wall and shit like fucking got rid of my facebook account i didn't have an instagram of course back then but got rid of all social media just like laid low for a few years so it was during that time, like when I was basically a wall from the world and shit. Shoot, that was like 
around the time that that's when me and Chris stopped talking for a little while, but not because neither one of us was mad at the other. It's just I just disappeared, got rid of my Facebook, and it just seemed like nobody knew where I went. Because that's the reality of today. People's all connected through social media. If you're not on social media, do you even exist? But yeah, it was during that time, during those like two to three, almost four years, that's when I started like to open up my, I guess, becoming more open-minded to other genres of music and shit. Like, yeah, I was always been more into this fucking metal scene. Always nothing but metal, but yeah, I will listen to classic rock, but shit. It wasn't until like after high school, I was getting more into the ska. I was getting more into ska, some reggae. Even had a little emo phase at one point. This is like I said, this was during the years where I isolated myself from the like almost everybody. So that's when like that time of isolation is when I started opening up my horizon music wise a little more. And that's like around that time, like yeah, that's somewhere around that time. That's when I took a flamenco as well. It took like at least a good two to three years for me to finally get the techniques down. But ever since, I just kept practicing and practicing and practicing. And that's why I always tell people, I'm just a random, I'm just a random guitarist from Pomona. Like, I didn't went to school. Like, I haven't been in a band in years, etc., etc. Like, I literally just, I feel like I literally just popped out of nowhere. And honestly, Fredo, what it seems like is. Uh the the flamenco as well as the classical guitar playing mm-hmm. it, it's what's gonna take you somewhere versus trying to find a band and like yeah. trying to situate yourself and that's into some and that's probably something and that's why this this experience that I'm going through like so far when the year started just feels new to me is like like I'm not used to people like constantly me hitting me up like because yeah it was hard trying to get a band started and I was getting frustrated with people flaking it and shit. But now, as soon as I finally started putting myself out there, like, all of a sudden, people are noticing me. This is, like, a, like a new experience, like, something that I, like, that I missed out on back in high school. Yeah. No, I feel that shit, Fredo, because, like, honestly, like, for me, this is a belated thing as well. Uh, the, this is something that could have happened years ago, but didn't because of just not having uh, like-minded individuals that were seeking the same thing as well. And uh, because of what I'm doing now and because of Chris and everything, um, I have, you know, not just me, but we all have the potential of doing something bigger than just being here every fucking day and just playing at the same fucking place every fucking night Mm -hmm. and, you know, doing something that... uh, can help you get somewhere mm-hmm. and it, it, it's all a matter of whether or not you want to do it or not and whether you're capable enough or not and this this is why you know especially Chris he, he gets mad at Richard because you know me and him we're trying our best to do something that we can reach out and uh, not just us but connect with other people that are seeking the same thing or that are you know wanting the same thing that they can relate to and uh because of that you know we are getting further and we are helping our boundaries cross to a further direction than where we were at no more than a month ago mm-hmm. even to this point now nah, i give you guys props by how far you guys gone along and shit like because i do listen to the venue a lot mostly Mostly because I want to see if Chris talks about the band and shit, but like I don't know where, but 
But then eventually, I guess after the whole um, episode forty-two, the Fredo. <laughs> after that, then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking listen to Double Trouble more. See what else am I missing out on? So it's like, but no, fucking shit. Like when I noticed you're at, you guys were at forty-four. I think we just did what forty-five earlier. The shit that the fact that you guys are nearing fifty already. I'm like. Wait a minute, what the fuck? How many um, episodes is Mega Man at right now? As of right now, right now? Fucking Mega Man. This dude's at a fucking... Uh... Dude, this dude has hit a crazy fucking amount of fucking episodes already. Is he at 150 yet or no? Give me a quick second. But it, it, it's crazy, dude, because like... Mega Man just recently started and he barely started doing his thing and like we're happy for him. Yeah. I'm fuck I've been stoked for him since uh I've heard about him on on the Yo Yo podcast and everything mm-hmm. and he had released his first episode, so I was fucking stoked from the beginning. Yeah. And um it, it's it's cool to see where he's gone. Oh fuck, he's not on Spotify. It's cool to see where he's gone, what he's done and everything. Because honestly, like, like I said before, dude, like, if you didn't really want to do it, and I've said this before, if you don't really want to do it, you wouldn't do it. Mm. You wouldn't be about it. You wouldn't be struggling. You wouldn't be fucking trying as hard as you did. And, you know, that's why you you do what you do with your guitar. Mm-hmm. And you've gone as far as you've gone because... It's no one else but yourself that you're saying, okay, this is how far I want to go. This is how far I want to be. This is, this is my limit. This is my push. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're, exactly that. You're your own limit. You're your own push. You're the one that designates where you want to be, or how far you want to be. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with podcasting, dude. Where it's like. You're the one that designates how far you want to go. You're the one that designates uh, your reach and your distance and everything. That's why Chris does what he does. And he goes out of his out of his comfort zone to go and talk to people and be like, Hey, dude, like, hey, what's up? My name's Chris. What the fuck? <laughs> I but had it, to throw that in. <laughs> but instead of saying what the fuck, it's like, hey, dude, like, want to listen to my podcast? Want want me to ear fuck you? <laughs> so in a way, he does still say that. Just he just words it differently. Yeah, dude. So Chris so, hasn't changed. <laughs> he he just doesn't want to fuck your booty hole, your fucking your your gaping uh your gaping gash. He wants to fucking ear fuck your ear holes. And now this fucker's dying again. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Um. So yeah, Fredo, dude. Like, I'm glad you're you're doing what you're doing. You're getting out of your comfort zone and uh, uh, you're, you're reaching out. But it, it's just a matter of time until you decide to find that little right group of people mm-hmm. and make something of right. your guitar playing as well as what they've been doing for years and collaborate and make something big of it. It's just a matter of uh, you know separating yourself from. Not just your ego, but themselves as well, and them separating themselves mm-hmm. from their ego and their talent. Right. And you know, eventually you're gonna make something, and you know, it's gonna help you propel yourself towards a, a not just a bigger reach, 
but you know somewhere financially gaining where mm-hmm. you're gonna benefit from all those years of just fucking meticulous practice as well as uh, meticulous just especially when it comes to like playing the style that you do mm-hmm. you're literally watching somebody play that same style over and over again until you're just like okay this is this is what they're doing this is how they do it this is their motion this is their flow if anything that's what's going on with me right now like i'm still watching flamenco videos like because i still feel like i'm not doing something right even though through the out through outside of my world like through everyone else oh my god he's amazing but i'm already at that phase where i'm like studying everybody else like i do the same thing with videos and shit like I study other guitar flamenco videos that I'm watching and shit. Like, yeah, I like the music as well. And I'm all, like, very closely looking at their fingers, at their technique, seeing, I wonder how they do it. You know, what you just literally just explained just a few minutes, just a few seconds ago and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Like, I guess music-wise, like, I just have that habit of just whenever I'm around a guitarist, I just take, I just closely watch their left, their left hand. It's just... That's just what I do. And with drummers, shoot, I'm even doing this. I kind of do the same thing with drummers, even though I don't know shit about drums. I still watch them play, like studying them play. And then I start thinking about other drummers that I've like jammed with and shit. Like to the point where I try to fucking imitate what they do. Obviously, I can't. Obviously, I'm no Pablo. I can't imitate him or other drummers that I know that are fucking sick as fuck on the double pedal. But I still observe, see if I can still learn a thing or two. But with guitars and bass players, it's like. I watch their hand movements on the left, on on their left hand, but mostly for the sake of to see if I could like keep up with them or see what exactly what they're playing. Like, I don't know. It's just like I watch them play and I'm able to jump in right away. And that's what um, I guess there's one guy by the name of John. He's by I forgot what was his Instagram, but he was tripping out by how quickly I'm able to like to jump in on whatever song's being played. But half the time, I'm just like, I just watch the person's chords and I just see what the root note is. And I just, I don't know. It's like my bass player mentality just pops in whenever I'm around another guitarist and shit. And I don't know why. What's with the fingers? Oh, keep going. No, you should. All right. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just watching Manny doing these movements and I don't even know what the fuck he's doing. You got a fucking minute, dude. Oh, I got a minute? Oh, oh, I gave you three there earlier and you fucking went past it, but uh, you're fine. So uh, let's just, but yeah, let's just wrap it up. I don't know. Wait, so I'm already close to an hour already or what? Yeah. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up real quick. But before, like, like I said, before, like I told Chris to sign me off, like, um, but yeah, I was kind of like, I had to like. Notice how I wasn't on my phone as much as I usually am during these podcasts and shit. But that's because, like I said, I was getting annoyed with all these messages from the group chat and shit. But again, like as I said, new experience, not used to people hitting me up like crazy and shit. So this is like, this is something I gotta, like, I feel like I gotta learn to adjust. Like, like change the way I think and how I do things. But anyways, I don't know, maybe there should be a part two or or better yet, like, some of this shit that I've been talking about, this could have been, like, an interview of the venue and shit, but we'll discuss that after this podcast. Motherfucker, you ain't interviewing the venue. 
Then I don't know. I guess I just wanted to go on a rant about fucking like my past experience as a musician and shit. Cause, but and we were supposed to talk about politics, but I, I don't know. It just then again, this is Fredo's rant, so. But, anyways, I say we wrap this up. But before we wrap it up, look, um, give Manny as baking a follow. Chris, follow Chris. Okay, oh yeah, the plugs. You can follow my boy Manny at Manny is Baking. My buddy Chris at Chris the Podman. Also look up Double the Trouble on Instagram. Um, and the guys also did a revamp of the Graveyard Shift. So with um, with Teddy as the new host, right? So you can follow uh, the Graveyard Shift show with the new host Teddy from the Rolling Thick podcast. You can follow us at Double the Trouble Network. You can also follow me at Manny is Baking, Chris Podman. And you can also follow uh, Double the Trouble Network. I've said that twice. I'm sorry. But uh, you can check us out on Pandora. Search Double the Trouble and everything else will come up. Uh, everything from uh, the Graveyard Shift show to Manny is Baking. And uh, go follow uh, Fredo's Rants at Fredo underscore Rants. And for any of your other needs, you can check us out on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or uh, your podcasting app for uh, fucking Apple and Google. I'm sorry, guys. And Spotify. Fuck. There you go. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm mostly promoting my music, but I'm, I'm, I'll be sure to start promoting um, everybody's podcast on my Instagram as well. So, with that being said. Alright guys Peace That's all the time we have tonight Tune in next time for another installment of Fredo's Rats It didn't blow up in the game It blew up